0: This year, in our own school, we will be celebrating the accolades and contributions Black people of African, African African-American, Afro-Latinx, and African-Caribbean ancestry. We want to educate everyone on historical topics while also bringing a new light to modern-day culture. As women of the Black community, we strive to show the world through our lens since most people cannot walk a day in our shoes. The goal is to look at our own biases and learn to unlearn them.
1: We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling and you're listening to
2: A Day in the Life.
1: Welcome back, HTS. As part of our year-long theme of being a good ancestor, in Quad 3, our focus has been on our third core value, integrity.
2: The integrity challenge from the HTS Character Creed reads as follows. I will live with integrity, knowing that my actions should honor my words. I will be honest while maintaining strong moral principles. And while we certainly hope that students strive to uphold all four of our core values throughout the year. We did want to highlight a few specific examples of students living and acting with integrity from the past month.
1: That's right, Mr. Darling. In senior school, we had the Athletic Council honoring their commitment to the Special Olympics by hosting their first virtual Special Olympics event. In middle school, students were challenged with solving real-world problems in their I Think program. And in lower school, every time we're out at recess duty, we always hear from someone in kindergarten looking out for the well-being of their peers. But perhaps the most impactful demonstration of integrity, where students' actions honour their words with action, is the fantastic work that the Diversity and Equity Council did for Black History Month.
2: We sat down with the two co-leaders of the Council to talk about this past month's events and the experience as a whole. Welcome to the podcast, Joy and Deborah, and thank you for sitting down with us today. Maybe we could start with you both introducing yourselves.
0: My name is Joy. I'm in grade 12 now, and I'm in cohort A. So that's my introduction. Do you, would you like me to talk about why I started the council with Deborah? Because I have a little bit on that. Um, when last year I had a meeting with Mrs. Razzo and she was talking to me about the work that I was doing in my social justice class. And I had written a poem and it had made its way to her actually. And we had a meeting, she was like, I really want to continue this work that you're talking and discussing about. So I said, okay, that's really cool. And she said, is there anybody that you think would be fantastic to lead this work with? And I chose Deborah, because Deborah's the one first person that came to my mind because last year she had started doing things for Black History Month. And I was like, yeah, Deborah's the person that I feel like I could depend on and like trust with, somebody that I could you know, hold my hand with and we could really make change at HDS. So I decided to pick Deborah and when she accepted I was very happy because then I was like yeah we could start doing some work at HDS and really see like things in my last year of HDS and see like improvement and just kind of start a foundation for the next years to come right.
3: um, so I'll go ahead and introduce myself I'm Deborah um, I'm a grade 11 and I'm in cohort B and I'm co-leader of diversity and equity with Joy. And I guess one of the reasons that I really wanted to help Joy with this council is last year and the year before that, when I was at HTS, I really saw an opportunity that the teachers were giving me and everyone else to kind of say my piece and what I wanted to see in HTS. Um, And so in grade 10, I started working on Black History Month because I've always wanted to see... Um, Black History Month celebrated properly in my school and so I tried really hard with that and then when I got the opportunity to kind of lead a council that would help me do more for Black History Month and even more for any other things that I wanted to see in the school I was like yep I'll do it and I kind of grabbed onto it as quickly as possible and so thankfully I'm with Joy and we're leading diversity and equity now and I'm very happy with it.
1: That's, that's fantastic, ladies. Um, Joy, Deborah, how many students are in the council today? How big is the council?
0: I know, it keeps growing every single day.
3: Right now, I think we have 18 to 20 students, I think.
1: And that'd be senior school, correct?
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, 18.
3: Nice.
2: Can I ask a question of you both? Um, I'm just wondering um, as you've as you've started your work in September, or actually, I think you started your work last summer, if I'm not mistaken. But it, when you, the school year started, and and you had your eye on certain goals and uh, objectives, can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges you faced um, in in sort of working towards your goals? What are some of the things you've had to overcome um, in in this this new role? Um, well,
3: honestly. One of the first things that we had to overcome is kind of narrowing what we wanted to focus on. Especially in the meetings, we kind of started off with discussions with our club members and there were a lot of ideas and a lot of things people want to see changed. And we had to kind of narrow our view into things that we thought were feasible. So it was kind of difficult to pick and choose per se, but I think that we kind of prioritized the things that we were most passionate about as a council and that's how we overcame that.
1: And could you share with us, what were the, what were your top two goals for, for this council for this year?
3: Um, or what are your goals? So one of our top two goals was to educate on the history of Black Canadians and Black people in general. And then another goal of ours was to represent the diversity and of cultures at HTS, which are kind of embodied in the initiatives that we want to do throughout the year. Mm-hmm. We're attempting
0: to plan something for Asian Heritage Month and kind of intertwine it with our idea of Cultures Week because before at HDS, we used to have like every single day, like at least one day in like our Spirit Week, we'd have Culture Day. And we really wanted to bring that back and kind of celebrate the cultures that don't get the spotlight as much as HDS. So we just really wanted to accomplish that for our second initiative. So
2: that it can continue on in the years to come. Another question. Uh, sorry, yeah. Mr. <laughs> we'll figure this out. Um, can I ask a more personal question? What have you learned about yourselves as as uh, leaders, as people who are are wanting change, or who have the, certainly have the capacity to make change? What have you learned about yourself as someone in terms of you know leading this, organizing this? doing this on top of all your school work, what's, what's a personal sort of realization you've learned about yourselves in this work?
0: I can go. Um, okay. Being in grade 12 and leading a club, it's quite hard because you have so many things on your plate. You're thinking about university and, you know, doing well in school while also running a club. And I think I really learned how to multitask this year and know when to put things like ahead and ask for help as a leader i think you need to know when to ask for help and i get a lot of help from deborah so (laughs) seeing that there's always somebody there as a leader it helps you to lead everybody else it makes you feel more comfortable i think it's really important to be comfortable in your position of power because you're running a club and you need to know like. That you want to achieve things this year and you need to reach your goals and your initiatives and you can't get off task it's really the focus and you have to be in for the long run because it's not like you oh you run a club once a, like for one time and then and that's it like, no this is a full year commitment i think that really settled in once like the club finally started
3: um. I think for me, what I learned was pretty similar. Usually when I'm leading, when I'm doing things that I'm really passionate about, I've always found that I'm the only one who's passionate about it. So to have an entire council of people who like are just as passionate as I am, I've kind of learned to trust them and kind of not take everything and do it on my own and kind of trust that everybody in the council is just as passionate and will put just as much effort. Especially with Joy, I just, I trust that she, also has just as much passion as me and will commit to it just as much as I will and I also learned that um, I need to start focusing on looking at things in the long run because often I look at things short term and I want to see action immediately and realistically I need to learn how to look to the future and see how what I'm doing right now will affect the future later so I've kind of learned to do that.
1: That's a great reflective answer Um, really experiencing and living it in the moment that's um, very mature and that's, that's outstanding. I was wondering if we can shift gears a little bit. Uh, ladies, you've done a lot of programming this month in senior school and middle school, uh, if it's a chapel talk um, or other events. And I was wondering if you could reflect back on that and share with our audience what your hope, what the hope the takeaway was um, for say the chapel talk or um, different events that you led.
3: the chapel talk,
0: let's start with that because it was on the first day of the month. I think the main goal was to shed light on an issue, not just like in the world, but also in our school without attacking anybody because people tend to get really defensive once they feel attacked and that leaves like no room to change somebody's opinion or just acknowledge that there's truly a problem. So I think we really wanted... To, ex- like, to help somebody change, you need to tell them your own experiences. So it was a very personal moment for both of us to just show people that, you know, this is happening to people in your school, but like we want to help everyone like, you know, move on to the path of change and enlightenment because it's not easy. But I think that was a really good start off to the year because it kind of led the way for the rest of the initiatives with the middle school and the senior school. We really wanted to also do something with the middle school because their grade is coming into the senior school next year. you want them to have the same opportunities that senior school has because it's really important for everyone to learn. And I think it, learning and really absorbing information starts in middle school. So we really wanted to include them in this.
1: Well, Joy, I, I must say that um, in terms of your chapel talk, I, w- I was... And then as you as a leader, um, it takes a lot to courage and be vulnerable in that. And I think that's a great way to lead is to show your vulnerability and, and honesty uh, and, and to inform and educate at the same time. So I applaud what you've
0: done.
3: Thank you so much. Um, I guess I could talk about the tag lessons. They were They were really important because many people kind of look at Black History Month as a month of sorrow or like looking at the history of Black people and feeling pity. But we wanted to show that although there have been struggles in the Black community, we've surpassed that. And there have been so many Black Canadians that have achieved so much for Canada. And so we kind of looked at the history and the struggles of Black Canadians and how that still happens today. But even with that, there have been many Black Canadians who have kind of overcome that. And I think that's what the goal was for the Tag Lessons, for people to realize that. And like Joyce said, we were working with the middle school. So we talked to them about microaggressions. And we thought that that was really important because it's a term that's not usually discussed, but it's an extremely important term because everybody experiences it or possibly does like use microaggressions. And to kind of understand what they are and the impact that they have on people and how they see themselves, I think is really crucial, especially for middle school students, because they're still learning and growing and Kind of understanding how they interact with others. So, those are the goals for our
2: tag lessons. Nice. Um, can I follow up, Mr. Casinos? Of course. Um, yeah, I also wanted to congratulate you on your chapel talk. I just thought they both sort of set the stage and your and your um, well integrity and, and honesty there really uh, set the community up for a really great month. Um, I'm just I'm just wondering if because i was also quite uh moved and affected by the video this week in uh that you showed an assembly on wednesday because that for me um made it a community-wide conversation it was evidence that we were all talking and talking about really important ideas was there is there something that happened this month or has happened this year where you guys have felt wow we are moving hts is moving in the right direction is there a moment or a A thing that you guys have inspired where you sort of said oh this is really happening the way we envisioned it can you can you put your finger on something
3: um i think there were two moments for me um one moment was when we were in the meeting with middle school students and kind of after the the time when they had their TAG lesson, they were discussing to us, like the conversations they had in their class. And looking back on when I was in middle school, that was never an opportunity for me to have that type of conversation. So to hear what they were saying and like hear that they finally like understood what microaggressions were, and many of them were trying to make moves to change was kind of moving to me because it was like, okay, we're changing how these young people are like growing up and how they're gonna enter high school. And I thought that that was really important. And the second moment for me was after the video showed in assembly. I thought that video was extremely beautiful and I give credit to um, the council members because they worked really hard on it. But to see everybody in senior school kind of talking about the conversation that we wanted to start was really moving because it showed that it was a school-wide discussion and it wasn't just us who wanted to talk about it, it was everybody. And it kind of made me feel like the month kind of wrapped up in a nice, beautiful way
1: where everybody was discussing things. So. I, I would agree. I mean, just Mr. Darling, I agree and echo that. And it came quite clear that it wasn't all this initiatives um, was led by YouTube, but there was the council itself that worked together. Um, that was quite evident um, as to me in the building. Ladies, I got a question for both of you, um, probably my last question. You started this council this year. You've had one year underneath your belt. Joy, you'll be going on to post secondary next year. Deborah, you have one more year left at HTS. If you're to look five years in the future, six years in the future, what's your hopes for this diversity inclusion club or council at HTS? Where would you like to see it?
0: For me personally, when I come and visit, whether in five or six years, There's a lot of policies at HDS that people tend to not know that they exist and I really want them to be in place and to be shown throughout the school so that students have a safer space to discuss how they feel about certain issues because unfortunately Black people are a very small minority at HDS but they bring so much to the table and I just wish that their discussions and their opinions would be more out there so that people can truly learn off of them. Because even though we shouldn't have to learn Black history from Black people, I think it's a good place to start so that we can continue to learn more in our classrooms and not just in English or history, but like through multiple classrooms about certain acknowledgments of not just Black people, but so even Indigenous people or Asian Canadians. I just want it to be more of a worldwide view and not just so Western, because that's my biggest goal for HDS, to really look into other people's cultures and just appreciate them and let people know that they feel appreciated because it's a big thing to just know that your school appreciates you as a person going to this school. And I think that's something I really wanna see when I come back in five to six years.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Joy. Deborah. Um,
3: For me, I think the biggest thing that I want to see is the conversations that we have in diversity and equity. I want them to be everyday conversations, and I want to see them happening, not just narrowed into our council, but spread out throughout the whole student body. Because we have some very interesting and thought-provoking conversations in in our council where we kind of talk about topics that aren't really discussed normally. And I feel like they should be discussed normally because people, everybody should talk about conversations or things that they might be uncomfortable with because that's how you learn and that's how you grow and I've grown a lot from listening into the conversations at diversity and equity so I'd hope that it becomes an everyday discussion and it's not just on Black History Month or during Asian Heritage Month like I hope that it's every single day people are acknowledging the things that they need to change and people are trying to grow and I hope that, um, like Joy said, there's a lot of policies that people just don't know about. And so that's another goal of ours is to make them more prevalent at HS. And so I hope that we kind of focus on them and we find a way for each person once they're entering the school to understand them and understand that this school is for diversity and equity and has policies that focus on that. So those, I guess that's what I hope to see in five to six years.
1: Thank you.
2: I, I don't really have a question i just like to make one last comment um to you both and being the the person who thinks a lot about character and and um you, i could easily make an argument that you've shown courage you've shown empathy uh you're you're trying to engender respect and you've shown respect but i also think that integrity really jumps out um if i'm thinking about all four core values for me and the work you guys have done because what it is is that you know ultimately integrity is acting on your beliefs and and I think um, you guys have done that in in a really very real way not just this past month but throughout the year and I think you've modeled that for your peers so I just wanted to say congratulations and thank you
3: thank you you.
1: I as well it's one thing for I think to have an educator stand up and talk with some of these topics but for you guys to lead Um, and to engage not just the students but the staff as well uh, on very important topics. I I, I really applaud you both and I think this will, you know, maybe other things, but I think this will be part of your legacy here at HTS that um, we will continue to have conversations, maybe some of them are uncomfortable, uh, so we all can educate ourselves and grow. Uh, And I'd like to thank you for that and I'd like to thank you for coming today and sitting down with us and sharing your story
2: that's impacted us all. Thank you. Yeah. What a fantastic month of celebrating the achievements of this strong group of leaders. They challenge us all to be better together, while at the same time, asking us to be comfortable in our discomfort.
1: I think Matthew's comments and the senior school TAG discussion around diversity and inclusion sums up some of the hope for the future on this issue. Let's have a listen. Okay, so... I think it is important that we have open discussion of the issues in our world and that we empathize with one another and understand the stories of others to build a more inclusive society. A big thank you to Deborah and Joy and the entire Diversity and Equity Council for incredible Black History Month and for teaching us something new and and educating us so we may unlearn something old.
2: Well, that's all for this week. Join us next time as our media and PR prefect, Richard, explores integrity directly from the experiences and voices of our students. Stay safe, everyone, and bye for now.
3: (laughs) Biddy biddy biddy, that's all folks. (laughs) Biddy biddy biddy, that's all folks.